Oh yeah, the take it. Eric, it is officially week one for all of the uh, what is it, two A and three A schools when it comes to the football season, and uh, pretty sure the uh, other sports, other fall sports, volleyball, swim, all those sports. Uh, getting started pretty soon. Definitely some exciting times. But in the meantime, welcome back to another episode of the Take It Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. Eric, how's it going, man? It's been a little bit since we've talked. I'm good. I uh, I am really excited. 11 days while we're recording this from NAU starting its football season. The next day, 4A starts. Um, NAU plays a Thursday game against Sam Houston State, the FCS champion reigning. Um and then high school starts the next day, so it's an it's an exciting time. But not to be overshadowed by you yourself <laughs> having an announcement. I do, but really quick, do you know what the uh, Sam Houston mascot is? It's the Bearcats with a K. But, yep, it's a Bearcat with a K. Interesting, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe the person couldn't spell or something right away. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it's a uh, it's a good name, and obviously they're a good program. Uh, FCS, a lot of the guys are coming back because they yeah. had another year um, of eligibility, and FCS programs in general keep a lot of their guys all four years, five years, yeah. or whatever it is. Now, if you've got a redshirt, you can be a six year now. Exactly. So uh, that's one thing I want to do before we move on. I want to. We should start doing this next week. We each pick five random schools and see if we know the mascot. I like that. I think it'd be kind of fun. I gotta make a note of that. So I'll uh I'll try to remember. So You're gonna be uh, much better at this than I am. I know. Which is probably why I wanna do it. Yeah. <laughs> um all right, so yes, the uh the teased announcement that according to uh, Ralph Amsden, not only our uh, gracious intro, uh, you know, take it easy show, whatever he says, uh also our editor. Um Apparently, either you or me, one of us accidentally said what it is. So if you caught that, obviously, this isn't news for you. Uh, but as we're recording this, it's Sunday. But you're going to hear this on Monday. So a little quick turnaround. Uh, probably by the time this goes up, I'll either be in or have just finished teaching my very first class at ASU and specifically at Cronkite, where both Eric and I actually graduated. Well, Eric masters me bachelors, but regardless, Um so yeah, I'm teaching a sports writing class there. It's a uh, very exciting. I can't thank uh, Brett Curland and Paula Bovin enough for the opportunity. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, just something I really honestly never thought that I would do. And I was actually like, when he said it, I was like, I want to say yes, but I was super super nervous. I'm like, how do I even? I'm like, I how do I teach it? You know what I mean? But uh, I actually met with one of my old professors in this exact class when I was at ASU. And uh, he gave me a lot of good pointers, so I'm hoping that I can, uh, you know, do well. And yeah, Zach, I mean, you're this... so you're. I don't know if it was me or your connection went out. Um, I stopped hearing you from. Um, I met with one of, and then it cut out. I'm gonna keep going because I think it's okay because it's done that before. Okay. So I think I already said I met with one of my professors, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, I really just hope that, you know, I, I can do well. And 
I think one of the biggest things is it's going to be my first time, which I think I'm just going to be honest with them and be like, look, like we're going to learn together how to do this. So um, I'm excited. Though. It's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely. I'm excited for you. Um, I think you're, I know you're going to put in a lot of hard work and everything with it. And um, I don't know if this was something you'd ever even wanted to do, much less, you know, thought there was a chance of, but it's, it's a cool opportunity. Yeah. I never in, in a million years thought that I'd be, in an adjunct adjunct professor at asu i can't even say the word jesus <laughs> so yeah no kidding no i mean it, it really is it's, it's exciting um right now because we're recording this around like nine o'clock at night i think i'm just really tired from a long day uh but i think when i start to go to bed i'll either go to sleep really fast or i'm gonna be up all night nervous so that's just how i am so i mean we'll see I'll update you tomorrow on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I know it's exciting and I appreciate it. And, you know, obviously um, you've been a huge supporter of mine and I try to support you as much as I can whenever you're not saying dumb things. And, uh, you know, that, that was a joke, by the way. I feel it. Okay, cool. It's um, also kind of true. <laughs> a little bit. Um, so yeah, I'm excited though. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I agree. I, uh, I, I'm looking forward to hearing stories of Mr. A, Professor A. <laughs> I'm not definitely not going to have them call me that. Uh, but Eric, you will meet all of them soon because I'm going to have you as a guest speaker. Are you? So uh, yeah, I plan to. I'm like, if you'll do it. So I mean, it's it's up to you. I mean, whether we uh, we zoom you in because you know technology since the pandemic has gotten better with that, or if you uh, want to make the drive down the mountain, it's uh, Mondays and Wednesdays at 11 a.m. So. Whatever you can do, probably Zoom, I would imagine. It's probably the easiest, but... Yeah, probably easier um, that way. Yeah, so... If you do come down, though, I'll buy you lunch. Fair enough. So, whatever you want. Um, do you want lunch or gas? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. I can do both. I'll do both for you. I'll make we'll an see. exception. I'll make an or exception. Or we could go Zoom, which is free. Yeah, that's true, but but I feel like you're. I feel like they wouldn't get the whole Eric picture. Maybe that's better. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough, um, Eric. As I mentioned in the intro, it is officially week one for three A schools and two A schools when it comes to the football season. Um, you and I already highlighted week one matchups, um, so. Wait, did I say week two? I don't know. Hang on. I'm going to I'm gonna restart that. All right, just make sure it cuts. Yeah. All right. Eric, as I mentioned in the, uh, in the intro, it's officially week one for all 2A and 3A schools. And we're still about, we're still a week away from the bigger schools, 4A through 6A starting up. But in our last episode, you and I already covered some of the top three, or top, top week one matchups. Sorry, I stuttered there. I was going to say 3A. We did cover 3A. We covered all the conferences. But we we took a look at all the top week one matchups for every single conference. Now, here's a disclaimer. Because 1A started earlier than everybody else. We have 2A and 3A starting. And then we have 4A through 6A starting. So we're going to stick with 2A through 6A. 1A, we're going to give them their own love, obviously, at different times. But as far as looking ahead with the schedule... We're looking at week two, week three, week four, and week five. Now, how we're going to do this, Eric, I already chose one 2A game for each week. 
and one 3A game for each week. I'm going to mention them, we're going to talk about them, and then we're going to move on. When it comes to 4A through 6A, you and I have both picked out two games that intrigue us the most. Obviously, you and I are probably going to have some of the same games, which is fine. Uh, But we're going to go ahead and talk about it. And that's, for the most part, going to be our show today. Um, Or this week, I should say. And especially because it takes a bit for us to get through the schedule, it's going to be the show for the next probably week or two. Um, And then by the time we are finished, you know, week 10, Eric, I'm going to force you into it. We're going to start predicting who makes the playoffs at what seed. Maybe not all 16 for, you know, the main conferences, but... I want to know your open division eight Man. teams. So start preparing right now because you I can have just no tell you now, I'm not going to have I'm not going to have any faith in the teams I picked. So you're telling me that you're not, not going to pick Chandler? Not in the teams themselves. What? You're telling me right now you're not going to pick Chandler? That's an easy, that's no, an easy I, decision. I take it back. I'll have faith in the teams. I just don't have faith in myself picking correctly. Oh, got it. Okay, cool. Um, and you know what, Eric? We also have to talk about pretty soon. What's that? Can you take a wild guess? All.net? Fantasy football. <laughs> I'm not playing again this year. Fantasy football. My I don't draft play is fantasy on the football. My draft is on the fourth. Fantasy Dude, football. Congrats on that. How do you Thank feel? You. Um, I feel like all.net has been one of the great sponsors for Arizona Varsity. It's also been a great friend of our show. Uh, you know, Papa Hinojosa does great things. They've been Arizona focused for almost 40 years. They have over 30 value locations and they can serve you when it comes to your home, auto and commercial needs. Look, we're talking about high school sports. We're talking about varsity athletes. A lot of these kids are 16, 17, some of them younger than that, obviously, but most of them are probably 16, 17. They can drive. You need insurance for them. You never know what could happen. My cousin was driving around in my in my aunt's car the other week. And we don't exactly know what happened, but apparently he accidentally ran up on a curb and they had to pay money to get it fixed. Insurance helped most of them. Now, obviously, they could have gotten more if they had if they had, uh, you know, all insurance. And I'm going to get on them for that. But in general, it's something that you definitely need. They shop for you. They have over 20 different carriers. 602-233-3333. All.net. That's A-A-L-L.net. Please go to them if you need any insurance especially if you like our show and you want us to keep going they're pretty much helping us keep going at this point yeah support the people that support our show um and all that net has done that basically since we started this podcast week one with and how uncomfortable we were uh over a year ago and everything <laughs> and they stuck with us um stuck with arizona varsity as everything changed and everything yeah. like that so um if you like arizona varsity you like us uh, or you just need good insurance, uh, go to them. Mostly if you like Arizona Varsity, because I have a feeling not many people like us. Yeah, that's fair. Which is fine. Whatever. Um, yeah, definitely visit them. Uh, thank you again to Papa Hinojosa and the rest of the uh, all-insurance team for sponsoring our show and Arizona Varsity. And, uh, yeah, we couldn't be able to do it without you. Eric, week two. Two-way matchup. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Santan Charter versus NFL yet. Now, let me tell you why I picked this game. Santan Charter is going to be a very much improved team. And I believe NFL yet is also going to be much improved. I heard that they actually did pretty well against a reprep in their scrimmage. 
uh, Santan Charter made some plays against Sabino in their scrimmage. Uh, they obviously, you know, they're opening up the season this week, as we mentioned. Um, but week two matchup for them, that's going to be, especially with only 18 players eligible for the first five games. I mean, I'm pretty, who do they play? They play Santa Cruz Valley to start. That's a tough matchup. So I'm interested to see how either defending two A champs. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how they either come off of potentially a big win, a close loss or a blowout loss against, against Santa Cruz. So I think it'll be interesting to see how, how Santan's able to bounce back. Kerry Taylor, a great coach. He's got those kids ready to go. Um, that's going to be a different team when it comes to week five. But we'll, we'll cross that path or cross that bridge, I should say, when we get there. So uh, what are Absolutely. your thoughts initially? Yeah, I, uh, I agree with you. I don't know much about NFL yet, but I know that um, I, I kind of saw the same things you did, that they've improved a little bit. Um, Santan Charter is a team that you mentioned with – you know, under 20 players eligible, everyone's yeah. going to be playing both sides of the ball. Um, at least starting on one, you would assume. Um, mm-hmm. Probably most on both sides. But, it, you know, it's not the full team. But you can kind of get a sense of what they're going to be because they've got a core there still. Yep. So exactly. it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Zayden Neal is their starting quarterback. Uh, he's back for his sophomore season. Yes, he's a sophomore. He's going to still be there for three more years, basically, um, you know, they've got some weapons there. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be a good team. Uh, 3A, another team that's always, always pretty good in River Valley. They're taking on perhaps one of, I don't want to say one of the most shocking teams that is probably going to be very good and compete for a 3A title because they won the region last year. But, Arizona College Prep is doing some big things. We already talked about this. I wrote a story about it. But this team is going to be very, very good. Um, and River Valley is typically a pretty good squad. So that's going to be a, uh, a good matchup there in Week 2 in the 3A conference. River Valley is perennially good. Uh, every yeah. single year you see them as a playoff team pretty much mm-hmm. in 3A. And, and you mentioned ACP. We've talked about it probably ad nauseum. Um, yeah, but they are, um, they're up and coming. Myron Bluford does a great job there. I know a lot of the guys at Arizona varsity think really highly of him and that team in general. Um, so that's a chance to see how they, how they are against a, a solid team year in and out. Yeah, I agree. All right. Here's the point where we probably won't spend too much time talking about it just because we kind of got to get through this. Um, your two, Actually, give me your one of two 4A games in week two. And again, this week two for them, it's not the same week two as far as dates go for the 2A and 3A conference. Um, week two for 2A and 3A obviously is is the third, which is the first week of all these other teams. Uh, so we're talking about September 10th right now for 4A through 6A. So the first one I want to go with is um, kind of a West Valley matchup, uh, Northwest versus Southwest. I'm going Sandra Day O'Connor at Tolleson. Um, and it's the first home game for Tolleson after a year off. And they've got new coach Rich Welbrock there who we're both very versed with. Um, yep. You know, there's this whole documentary going on about them, the whole series that's happening yep. with AZ Central and everything really like that. Cool. There's going to be a lot of intrigue about this team. And I really don't know what to expect from them. Um, because, you know, we haven't seen a lot of their guys play in a year. But 
Um, we know that Rich Welbrook's going to have them ready in some capacity, at least. And then Sandra Day is obviously a, a team that made the 6A semifinals last year. They're bringing yep. back a really tough defense. They've got some offensive weapons that are going to have to prove themselves early. But this is going to be an intriguing matchup for me. All right, Eric. Well, I think I said to do 4A first, but if you want to do 6A, we'll start with 6A. Um <laughs> <laughs> all right uh week two matchups and i think this one is a little bit obvious of what i'm going to choose which is why i'm going to wait for actually to to announce that one last uh the first one i'm going to go with instead and i say that because i put them in different orders and my on my page whatever um highland versus pinnacle two high-powered offenses going at it highland's defense is very good pinnacle's defense has had its moments in the past but also has been known to give up some points I expect this one to be kind of a shootout. Um, uh, I believe it's Zach Wren up there at Pinnacle getting his opportunity to start a quarterback. He's got weapons with like Deuce Robinson. He's got uh, you know the the younger Libman out there now. Uh, but obviously Highland, man, uh, Jace Patton, Gage Daly. That's going to be. A, I think Highland's going to be another very good team that people are kind of overlooking a little bit. Um, so I think that's going to be really fun fun matchup with a lot of touchdowns in that game. Yeah, that's going to be a really good one. Pinnacle had, um, they weren't bad last year, but they were off in terms of what you expect from them being an open team in the first season of it. um, Getting kicked out of the playoffs last year without, you know, having that postseason run that we're accustomed to them um, as a talented team. But, you know, with all the cancellations and everything and the shortened, uh, list of playoff teams, yeah. someone had to get left out. But I think Pinnacle is going to be uh, remembering that, and we'll see what to, uh, what to expect from them. And then you obviously know you went there, but Highland yeah. has just been great over the last few yeah. years. They were in the 6A final. They've got plenty of good talent coming back, and I agree with you. I yeah, Highland's much be better than when I played match. there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's but you've been following um, them. Okay, go ahead and give me your uh, second 6A matchup. So I'm going with another West Valley one. This also includes a 5A team. Um, and similar to Tolleson, I'm picking this one because I don't know much about the team yet, but Westview is taking on Desert Edge. Um, and it is a battle of the two perennial Southwest powers there. Um, Desert Edge has made the Open last year. Uh, they were in the championship yep. game the year before, and they, you know, they have been just really, really solid. But Westview has been, uh, up until this last couple years, yep. has been the class of the Southwest. The absolute, uh, the best. Nick Gertz there had however many region championships in a row. Um, some great talent out of there. And they've got a new coach now. Um, so I'm excited to see what they have to offer. And playing against a, a team that was in the Open last year, one of the top eight teams uh, will be a real test for how they can Yeah, I mean, a few years 6A. ago, I saw Westview as a 15 seed knock off Desert Ridge as a two in 6A, which was insane. Uh, I yep. think I was just an intern at the time, if I'm not mistaken, but or a freelancer or something. But any, any, either way, I mean, yeah, the that Westview program is never one that you can count out. Um, my second game... Probably, like I said, a pretty obvious one. Chandler versus Cherry Creek. Now, everyone knows about Chandler. I don't need to go too too in-depth yeah. with Chandler. Cherry Creek, I don't really know as far as like the talent they have. I mean, obviously, they have talent. I don't really know specifically like who 
are the superstars of that team. All I know is they've been dominant in Colorado the last like two or three years now. I think they won two straight Colorado championships. This is not a slouch opponent for Chandler. Now, granted, Chandler might just be that good to make them look like a slouch opponent. But regardless, you know, Arizona has had a lot of success when it comes to California programs. Chandler went up there and beat, I believe it was Val- Valor Christian, I think it was. Um, Saguaro beat Valor Christian the last time they played up there. It's actually been a while since any Colorado team has taken on an Arizona team as a challenge. But um, I think I think Chandler uh, keeps the win streak alive when it comes to Cherry Creek. But I think that's going to be a really good game, mostly because it is an out-of-state opponent, and those are always so exciting. Yeah, it's fun because they don't have the same kind of scouting as they do for other games where all the coaches know each other and everything. And like you said, I don't know much about Cherry Creek, but there's no way Chandler would no, have picked someone not. who's a sophomore. Yeah, definitely not. Because they That's not how Garrison best. rolls. So, um, All right, since we went 6A instead of uh, 4A, uh, let's drop down to 5A now, Eric. Give me uh, your first game. We have a matchup of Scottsdale teams. I'm going Desert Mountain at Chaparral. Um, both playoff teams, Chaparral won 6A last year. Desert Mountain had a real surprise season, was one of the high seeds in 5A. Um, both real offensive powerhouses in the last couple of years with a few great defenders. These Scottsdale matchups always prove to I be something fun. Um, my first 5A matchup is actually somewhat of a Scottsdale. It's got Horizon versus Sunrise Mountain. I'm excited to see how Andy Litton's team is able to go up against a high-powered offense in Sunrise Mountain. Obviously, the 5A reigning champs. Um, Horizon had a difficult season last year. I had to deal with some COVID issues. Um, obviously, you know former coach Ty Wisdom is now at Desert Vista. Um, they did get Booby back, which is great for their defensive line. Obviously that's going to help them out a lot, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it will be a tough challenge pretty early on for this horizon team. And I'm kind of excited to see how Andy Litton is able to get his guys together because he was a fantastic coach at Hamilton. So it's, it, it, I'm now that he's head coach, I'm excited to see what he's able to do. That's going to be a good one. Sunrise mountains going through a little bit of their own yeah. changes with all the guys that graduated Coach Decker's still there. They've got some great players all over the field still, but it's going to be a new-look team, so it'll be kind of an uh, identity-making matchup for them. So I'm going with another Peoria team um, because you mentioned Sunrise Mountain and the Peoria District, who they played in the 5A championship, Ironwood. They're playing at Sunny Slope, Um, and Ironwood's another team that's going through their own identity change. Will Haskell was the heart and soul of that team. Um, Elijah Sanders, their corner and leading wide receiver was a great player. Bubba Faison, they, they lost a lot of their senior leaders, but uh, coach Rizzo has really turned that program around in his few years there from being kind of mediocre to, to playoffs to being in the five, a title game. So I think it's going to be a really good one. And then sunny slope brings back a lot of their talent, especially offensively. Um, they're a team that runs the ball a lot. Uh, they lost Quady on the defense, who is a monster on the defensive line. He's now playing at NAU. Um, but they are they're gonna be tough. So I'm excited to you see. You know what's really funny? You said Elijah him. Sanders, and I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, he plays football too? <laughs> for because Sunny Slope, the really good uh basketball player for them. I was like, wait, he yeah. plays football? And Saunders, that's yeah, the difference. Elijah okay, Saunders. I get it now. Okay. 
but still, I was like, wait a minute, he plays football. I'm like, man, that's a he's a he could be a good looking tight end. <laughs> There's also another really good Eli Sanders that just graduated. Uh, he happened to play at a school. Yeah, but I don't think I don't uh, think Eli's full name Chandler. is Elijah. I think it's just Eli. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But the Eli Sanders Saunders tree in Arizona Prep Yeah, if your name is Sanders or Saunders, generally you're going to be a pretty good athlete or coach. Saunders, he was at Saguaro. That's true. All right, so my – you gave your – that was your second one. So my second one is going to be Campo Verde and Cactus Shadows. Now, one of the main reasons I did this is because the game's on a Thursday, which means that these two teams are spotlighted, which I think is always really cool, especially for a Campo Verde team that – <clears throat> Eric, you know I like uniforms, is debuting new green helmets, and they look cool. So uh, I can't wait to see those. Awesome. Yeah. You do I can't wait to see those. The I do, too. I do, too. Just not – I don't get the uh, the oh. same excitement level as you do, but I enjoy them. Oh, but man. I know that's a, that's show a big thing. Show me a good helmet, me. and I'm all giddy. I love it. I love it, especially those Jordan uniforms that, like, Hamilton's breaking out. Oh, man. Love it. Anyway, uh, 4A, go ahead. This is one where you're going to see a lot of the same repeat yes. teams when they are <laughs> uh, in. Yes. So, I mean, I cover practice uh, nice. Coconino in this game. Um, Coconino is a. Um, is Coconino's the local team for me in Flagstaff, and Cactus is one of the top teams in 4A. They played in the playoffs last year in the first round, and Cactus wiped the floor with them. Um, but Coconino's got some new kids coming in. They have a lot of guys growing up, and um, I think they could put up a fight. Cactus is going to be tough. I don't know if any team's going to be yeah. uh, able to give them much of a challenge in 4A, but I guess we'll see. But I think Coconino is going to be fun. They're going through a bit of a rebuild uh, offensively because they lost Zach Bennett, their amazing rusher, and they're in a, a bit of a quarterback battle now. But um, they defensively, they're going to be yeah, solid. They bring back a sure. lot of guys there. Uh, week four, week sorry, week two, four A. Um, Mesquite versus Gilbert. Uh, obviously, Gilbert's a five A team, so I'm I'm cheating a little bit. Actually, my second matchup is also cheating. Um, Always a really fun matchup between these two schools. They're separated by, I think, like maybe four miles. Absolutely. It's one of those things. I mean, it's the same thing with Highland and Gilbert. They're very close by. They just don't have, they don't play each other anymore. Um, but, yeah, Mesquite versus Gilbert, even when I was in school, was always another good rivalry along with, like, us and Gilbert, for example, us and Mesquite. Um, it was always fun when, when any of us matched up against each other, and, and it's the same that it's always been. So um, that's going to be a fun one, I believe. That is one where, you know, the last few years have been absolutely shootouts too in those games. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been shootouts. They've been battles. They, they've been really fun. So, you know, now they're both a little bit different yeah. teams than what they were in the years past in terms of identity and everything. So, it, but it's a, it's not rivalry in terms of the same, um, you know, uh, yeah. as Mesquite Cactus might be now, or some of these traditional rivalries, but those uh, being so close together and, you know, the two neighborhood schools, the kids oh, probably yeah. grew up playing sports together Absolutely. and everything. That's uh, go ahead with your second one. Yep. My other 4A team, my other 4A matchup is between Washington and Flagstaff. And Washington was a team that I thought 
had a good chance to make the playoffs last year. They had some of their own issues, but uh, Harmon, their defensive back, can't be more than 5'2", five, 5'3", five, maybe 5'4", in the roster, but wow. had seven interceptions last year, which is incredible for any uh, any level of high school football, uh, especially in the big school level. He's incredible. Uh, Flagstaff is got new coach Sean Manning. Um, they're going to be – this is actually their second game. Um, it'll be – they go on the road week one at Peoria, um, but, you know, this will be a, a different type of matchup there. It's going to be exciting. They're going to be another defensive team too, so yeah, maybe a defensive sure. battle. Uh, speaking of good defenses, I'm excited to see what ALA Queen Creek quarterback Logan Hubler can do against Saguaro's defense. Again, like I said, 4A versus 5A. I know I'm cheating, whatever. Um, Swall won't be quote unquote full strength until week five or week six. I should say. Yeah. Week five. Um, no, it is six. It is week six anyway. Uh, yeah, you get the point. Um, but ALA Queen Creek is going to be again, a very good team and they have been for years. I mean, since they really started, they've been really good. So it's going to be a tough matchup for them early on, but I think it's going to set them up for success later on in the season because they're going to probably have to play at a higher level facing a team like Saguaro, which is all you can really ask for when you're a high school football team. You want to play at the highest level possible, and there you go. Here comes Saguaro. Um, Week three, Eric, for the 2A conference I have, and you're going to hear this name probably a lot, uh, Arizona College Prep versus Santa Cruz Valley. Now, ACP is a 3A team, of course, but this is going to be a fun one. Santa Cruz Valley actually took on, wasn't it Casa Grande? They went up two divisions last year to, to get a game because of, because of a COVID cancellation, and they played yep. well against Casa Grande. So this is going to be a fun one. Yeah, it's going to be really gave them fun. A game. Santa Cruz Valley is one of those teams where they could have 15 guys, and those are just 15 really good football players that will go play at any level. So that's going to be a good one, I believe. Absolutely. Um, and I think we're going to have to, to yeah. cut this down a, a little bit in terms, of our, um, yeah. in terms of how many we do. We might have to just go week two and three because we don't want to have that's the audience sitting here for two and a half hours. Um, so, well, so what do well, you say we go we'll, we finish week three? Uh, let, let's, kinda, let's run through. Let's see how much we can get. We'll run through everything. We'll do like a little speed round. Yeah, we'll, we'll get through. We'll Sounds get through week five. Um, we'll get through week so five. We're going 4A, week right? five. No, we have to do three uh, A really quick. So Santan <laughs> versus Blue Ridge. I think you know that's going to be a good. I think that's going to be. Oh, a that's fun right. Carrie Taylor yeah. versus uh, versus uh, Jeremy Hathcock. So there we go. All right, four A. Your first matchup. We're going to go the opposite of what we just did. So four A first matchup. Go for it. Buckeye at ALA Queen Creek. When you talk about long bus rides, <laughs> these are two both technically Valley teams, but uh, Buckeye to all the way to Queen Creek is as long oh, of a bus man, ride in the hilarious. Valley as you can get. Um, can you, that's got to be in oh, traffic and easy, everything. That's got to be easy, an hour and a half, yeah, right? That's, oh man, I didn't even. That's a road trip. That's going to, that's Flagstaff to the, the Valley level that? long. Um, that's going. Oh, see right there. It's you have ALA advantage. Queen Creek. Um, so. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a huge advantage. Um, you know, that's a long, long road trip. And I don't know much yeah. about Buckeye. We've talked a little bit about ALA Queen Creek. Um, but, you know, Buckeye's had some off and on seasons. But I just I think that's an incredibly 
uh, interesting yeah, thing no, just I agree because with you. of the bus ride. Um, mine is actually Cactus and Bradshaw Mountain, and there's a reason for this. I'm pretty sure this will be the third trip for Cactus up the mountain in in the first three weeks of the season because they play Mesquite and Flagstaff. They play at Coconino, yep, and I think and they're pre- I'm pretty sure they're at Bradshaw Mountain as well. So it's kind of funny how, you know, they are three straight weeks. They're going up the mountain. And I think the Mesquite game is technically a home game for them, which is ironic. But um, yeah, needless to say, it's going to be fun. Uh, second for a matchup. Go for it. I've got another Flagstaff one. Uh, Flagstaff's playing Mingus Union. Mingus Union's coach just resigned this week, uh, two weeks before the season started. So they're going to be in the midst of a... Uh, you know, coaching change, finding their new identity with the staff that's there. Uh, and then I've already mentioned Flagstaff. And uh, some thoughts were that Mingus Union was going to be an improved team this year, but we'll we'll see how they do with a, a coaching change just so close. My second 4A matchup is a battle of uh, not only two very good programs uh, in, well, 4A and 3A, I guess you can say, uh, but also the battle of the Christians. Valley Christian and Northwest Christian are squaring off. And these two had some good matchups when they were both in 3A, and now they're kind of renewing that rivalry again, um, you know, with Northwest in the, uh, in the at the 4A level now. Valley Christian's still in 3A in one of the toughest 3A regions with uh, ACP and, um, well, no, I just can't remember who the other one is. ACP and, who was it? Help me out here. Who's in their region? Another no, Chandler team, right? I'll have to look this up, but anyway, uh, regardless, yes, this is. I think that's going to be a very fun matchup as well. Um, just the fact that, I mean, Northwest Christian is one of those teams that remember they didn't even want to go to the four A level, and they actually did pretty good. <laughs> I saw them against. I saw them play their game against Mesquite. They really, I mean, Mesquite yeah. ended up winning by two or three scores, but it was yeah, a game exactly. the whole time. They're in the, okay, so they're in the metro region. Hang on, I, I, it's going to bother me. It's going to bother me so bad if I don't get this. It's ACP Valley Christian, and some of you are probably already saying the name, and I'm really sorry that I forgot. Um, ALA Gilbert North, that's who it is. Yes. Okay, anyway, move on. Go ahead, with Eric, with your, with your other 4A matchup. Oh, that's right, five A. Okay. So we're going to the five A now, but I do have I do have a four A team in there. Cactus Shadows, uh, one of the surprise five A playoff teams last year because they just hadn't been in it in the playoffs for a few seasons. Uh, traveling to my neck of the woods, they're playing Coconino, uh, and I think this is interesting from Coconino to host two incredible teams in their first two matchups because yeah. they have a, they're off week one. Uh, Cactus first week, and then Cactus Shadows, a five A playoff team. Um, who's kind of on an upward trajectory? So I, I imagine there's I'm not a lot of cacti in uh, in Flagstaff, right? Yeah. So no, there see, are not. They want to get it out of the way now. Trees. They want to get rid of all the cacti first. Um, yeah. So all right, five yeah, a matchup. Right. I'm probably going to take your other one. So this is going to go by pretty quick. Liberty and Sunrise Mountain. What more needs to be said? Really? Am I right? Mm. Yep. It is classic rivals. Uh, I assume that the yep. stands will be a little bit more packed this year. They're allowed to have more uh, fans. Though I've gone to uh, this game yep. the last couple of years, and it's been incredible. Um, both times it's been super, super fun. Um, Liberty fell 
this last time, uh, you know, Sunrise Mountain put him away right at the end. It took a, a fourth down and 10 uh, pass completion to, to stop the clock by Sunrise Mountain and, uh, and kneel down after that to win the game. It was, yeah. it was incredible. Exactly. Go ahead with yours. Hey, well, okay, I figured. That was mine. <laughs> All right. Uh, my next one is Campo Verde and Ironwood Ridge. I'm pretty sure these two matched up in the playoffs, in the first round of the playoffs, either last year or the year before that. Uh, I'm pretty sure Campo Verde won that matchup, so I'm kind of excited to see them go at it again. Yeah, I agree. Campo Verde getting some love here. Ironwood Ridge, uh, one of the Tucson teams that, you know, always kind of competes and everything, so that's going to be a good one. Uh, and now I, because uh, the Liberty and Sunrise was also 6A, that was my first 6A game. But uh, for a 6A game for me, I'm excited to see okay. Red Mountain at Corona del Sol. Uh, Red Mountain is a, a team that missed the playoffs for the first time and feels like forever last year. Um, like, uh, can you even remember the last time before that? They missed the playoffs? Um, no, every year at, Every year under Mike Peterson, they've either been to the semifinals or the championship, but I think he's in year, I think this will be his year, his sixth year now. So. Yeah. So they've been, they've been solid for a really long time. Um, And Corona del Sol made the open last year. They've got some changes there and Yelly Velasquez left for Chandler. But you know, if if you're in the open the year before, you can never be counted out. Uh, my first of two 6A matchups is going to be Basha versus Brophy. Brophy's going to be much improved. Elijah Warner, I assume, is back under center. Um, they have uh, Ben Morrison on their defense, who's obviously a very good player. I'm pretty sure he's a Notre Dame commit, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, go Irish there. Um, but obviously, you know, that uh, that Brophy offense with Tyler Powell at tight end, just a recent U of A commit, is going to be going up against a, in my opinion, probably one of the best defenses in the state and maybe ever in the history of Arizona high school football. Uh, maybe not this year, but probably next year is when I think they'll start to be in that conversation. Obviously Basha, so much talent, especially with Cole Martin eligible. I mean, that team is going to be ridiculous. I have them in the open division for a reason. Uh, Eric, you already gave your first six, a matchup, right? So what's your second one? Well, the second one was going to be that Liberty sunrise one. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead with your second one. All right, not much to be said about this one. Uh, Hamilton versus Bishop Gorman, ESPN. We'll leave it at that. Uh, week 4, 2A, uh, Arit Prep versus St. John's. St. John's is a team that pretty much always is in the playoffs. Uh, Arit Prep, uh, I call this their uh, Matthew McClelland curtain call because he has been a monster on offense at quarterback and also has recently become a monster at safety on the defense. And I think that he's going to be up for the challenge against a very good St. John's team. I'm excited to see how that one will turn out. 3A, ALA Gilbert North versus Yuma Catholic. Another one of those games that really not much needs to be said. Yuma Catholic, powerhouse, maybe the favorite in 3A this year behind Snowflake. ALA Gilbert North literally inches away from winning the title. They have a few changes on offense, but they're they're very confident they're also going to be able to compete for a, a state title once again. This is a 4A. chance. That's a chance. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, before we go to four A, very quick, those are two teams that could be in the final four in uh, yeah. in three A. Wouldn't be surprised if they ended up being with matchups. It yeah. could be the final. Yeah, that matchup is very much a semifinal versus final precursor. So yeah, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be a good one. Four uh, A, 
Uh, again, I'm cheating. 5A team. Cactus versus Sunrise Mountain. Another battle in that Peoria Northwest Valley area. Um, yeah, that's going to be a dogfight, man. <laughs> These two teams have played the last few years. Uh, and Sunrise Mountain has come with, away with wins in the last few of them, but Cactus has given them games. And yeah. Cactus is bringing a ton of talent back, whereas Sunrise Mountain is a little bit of rebuilding, as we've talked about before. Uh, yeah. You know, you have to give the nod to the reigning 5A champs, but I think that's going to be a real battle. Yeah, it is. What's your uh, your 4A matchup in week four? I've got Coconino at Marcos Deniza. Uh, obviously, Isaiah Williams of Marcos Deniza is one of the underrated linemen, uh, defensive yeah. linemen in the state right now because – I mean, if you look at the stats, he's not. But as in terms of people being talked about and everything, he had just an incredible amount of sacks last year and tackles yeah. for loss and everything. Um, but Coconino's a running team, first and foremost. So uh, we'll see what he can do against a, uh, a a solid running offense. I sense a pattern with you when it comes to uh, Coconino and Flagstaff. Turns You're out I mention. cover them pretty heavily. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you probably it's probably a good thing, too. Um, yeah. My second matchup is a battle of the Tempe's. So Tempe versus McClintock. Um, McClintock, I'm honestly expecting really big things from them this year. I think that's going to be a, a, actually a pretty good team at, at that level. And uh, Actually, they're the 5A level, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yep. So another 4A versus 5A matchup. But um, Tempe, I think, is going to be improved this year as well. Uh, I know Chile went out there. They've got some talent. So... I think it's going to be a really close game, and I think it'll be uh, it'll be one that you know whoever wins gets obviously the bragging rights for uh, for Tempe. Absolutely. So my second one is uh, is another long road trip, but this time it isn't two Valley teams. It's Flagstaff is heading to Phoenix in the Glendale District to take on Thunderbird, um, okay. and Thunderbird only went two and six last year, but they had a pretty yeah. young team. They had some close games. Um, and I think that they're going to be a little bit improved, so I'm excited to see what Flagstaff can do against them. Right on. Uh, moving on to 5A, my first matchup in Week 4, Williamsfield versus Campo Verde. Another one of those matchups where these teams were region rivals for a very, very long time. Uh, Campo Verde, they also matched up in the 5A title game a few years ago, and you know, despite yep. the score looking kind of light, lopsided, Campo Verde's defense held their own against that Williamsfield they offense. Absolutely, that, that, thing was high that was powered. a great game. And you know what's funny is I actually talked to Mason Bug, the quarterback for that Williamsfield team, um, a few years, or not a few years, a few weeks ago, and I even brought up this game, and he said, yeah, he said they were lit- that was one of the best defenses that we played against in that year. He was impressed by them. So obviously this says a lot about Campo Verde. The DC at the time was Ryan Freeman. He's now the head coach. I expect that defense to be just as good, if not better. Absolutely. Um, Williamsfield in 6A didn't make the playoffs. Another one of those super, super surprising teams that, yeah. you know, happened because of the shortened bracket and everything. But that um, that won't happen I, again. They'll be in the playoffs this year. They might be in the open. It, That's how good this team is going to be. They those five A that five A Gilbert area I, I think it was maybe called the five A East Valley or whatever the region's yeah. name was was so that stacked was with all these Gilbert yeah. teams it was Higley Williamsfield Gilbert um, and a few others and it was just uh, Campo Castile. and Castile yeah it was just back to back to back great opponents uh, and I think I think Maricopa was, I think Maricopa was in that region too and I think 
only Gilbert and Maricopa were one year didn't make the playoffs, but Gilbert was literally like number like 18. So they were like yeah. right on the cusp there, which was, it's, That's it's exactly insane right. to think. It's almost like the premier yeah. region, you know, I mean, That's exactly F- right. 5A. So um, what's your, uh, your other 5A matchup? I like Estrella um, against Kellis. I think that these two teams, uh, Estrella made the playoffs last year, but they had a yep. ton of their top seniors leave. Um, and Kellis didn't win a game last year. But they're two West Valley teams with new coaches, uh, so mm-hmm. completely new identities on both offense and defense. And it's going to be cool to see kind of how these two teams are rebuilt. I mean, this is week four, kind of halfway through the season nearly, and we'll see what they are by then. Right on. My uh, other 5A matchup is a 6A team as well. Saguaro versus Chaparral. The classic Scottsdale rivalry. Um, This one still has some hatred, I believe, and I was kind of reminded of this. Remember when Saguaro a few years ago, before Mons was there, remember when they sat all their starters against Chaparral? Do you you remember hearing that story? It was before you and I ever... So I so someone brought it up to me that there might still be a little hatred because of that. I mean, obviously not between the two coaches, but that's one of the things that always fuels this rivalry. And uh, I expect nothing less this year. So it's going to be fun. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Six A. You want to move on to six A real be quick? One of my. What's that? Oh, that is your that is your one of your six. That was going to be one of mine in six A. Um, okay, cool. Because right Chaparral. On. Right on. The All other right. one in six eight, and I might be stealing your second or first Probably. one. Um, Liberty at Chandler. Yep, one of the best games of the year last year. Um, <laughs> open division semifinals uh, came down to a two point conversion. Chandler ended up winning. Uh, they didn't let Liberty score in the last play, and that was it. And yeah. Liberty was six eight champs the year before. Open semifinalists gave Chandler. As close of a game as anybody has in the last few seasons. So um, that's going to be fun. I know there's a lot of, not bad blood, but there's history between those two teams now. Liberty has Brock Mast again, right? He graduated. Or did he graduate? He did graduate? Okay. Yeah. Who's their other really good, don't they have a good safety coming back? They they have Jack Stam is going to be a Jack senior. Jack Stam. That's yeah, who I'm he thinking He was their of. leading he's, tackler as a sophomore, I believe. He's a monster. Um, yeah, he's incredible. He hits so hard, as hard as anyone uh, in the state, I think. Yeah, he's a <laughs> – I remember he put a hit on – I want to say it might have been Keon. And Keon, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, but he put a hit on one of Chandler's wide receivers. I think it was Keon. And man, I mean, it was – oof. It was crazy. I saw a few of their games last year, and there was always one or two where he just smacked yeah. someone. Yeah, he he's a headhunter for sure in a good way. Um all right, my uh, my second six A game, Hamilton versus Centennial. Um, that was going to be if I had another choice. Yeah, history with these two teams. First year in the open division, they matched up, and Hamilton came out on top. That was when Hamilton kind of made that run as the seven seed, which obviously everyone knew it was too low for them to be there anyway. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it didn't actually they matched up last year too, didn't they? They matched up last year in the first round of the or the first, first game of the season. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, first game of the season, Hamilton put it on him too. So I think Centennial's kind of, you know, they're 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 going to think about that a little bit. I think it's going to be a little Centennial's bit not a team that loses a lot. No, um, and before that, they had won a couple championships in a row. Um, yeah. Kind of been the absolute class of five A for several years. 
So, um, you know, now that they're up in 6A and playing a lot of these tough teams, they don't shy away from anyone. Well, in Centennial also, remember when there was that super division, like 16 teams made the playoffs out of 17 mm-hmm. total in Division One. Centennial won that too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, says a lot about that program, what Richard Taylor is able to do. Uh, week five, this is our final week, Eric. We got to get through it. And if you guys are listening still, thank you so much. Um, week five, 2A, Gilbert Christian versus Chandler Prep. There's a reason I chose this game. Gilbert Christian's on a little bit of a rebuild. Chandler Prep is up and coming with several young stars. Um, one of them in particular, I played football with his dad, actually. Creon Fulgham is going to be a monster. He started as a freshman at safety last year for the Titans. And he actually is funny. He messaged me and said, hey, man, it was great seeing you on the sideline. Make sure to look out for me. I'm going to have a huge year. And I was like, mm, yeah, I don't doubt it. <laughs> He's gotten yeah, bigger, faster, sure. stronger. He's so incredibly smart when it comes to football. I'm really excited to see what he and Chandler Prep were able to do. Uh, 3A. I chose Post and Buke and e- po- uh, Buke. Post and Butte and East Mark. Uh, main reason, that's such a it, it's like a battle of the far southeast valley. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those two teams are out there. So I think it's gonna be just fun. It's kind of bragging rights for that section of the valley, especially when it comes to that, you know, three A level. But obviously post and buttes four A, but you get you get the point. So it's a neighborhood game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, 4A, I'll let you go first, Eric. What's your first matchup? So, I actually, both of mine are 3A versus 4A teams in the 4A. Uh, Uma Catholic <laughs> is taking on Northwest Christian. Uh, we've talked about Uma Catholic and Northwest Christian on this pod already, yep. but uh, Richard Stallworth, um, one of the underrated quarterbacks, throws a trillion touchdown passes a game. Um, maybe that's <laughs> an over-exaggeration. But he no, had, it's like, accurate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Northwest Christian has had good defenses the last season. So that's a, uh, that's an intriguing one. Yeah. And I know I said mine were both, uh, 3A versus 4A, but one of them is 4A, 5A. Um, ALA Queen Creek versus ALA Gilbert. This is a 3A, 4A matchup. The battle of the ALAs, who is going to come out on top? I think this game could honestly go either way. That's how good both these teams are. Uh, I'm going to go with my second 4A matchup. It's the 4A, 5A Mesquite versus Sunrise Mountain. This was a shootout last year. Uh, I think Sunrise Mountain actually won it. And they did. Uh, both teams are kind of rebuilding just a bit. Obviously, no more Ty Thompson at Mesquite. They still have Andrew Morris, who's going to be very good. And like you already mentioned, Sunrise Mountain lost a lot of seniors. So it's going to be interesting to see how that one goes. It's a it's a defending state champions um, match. It is. Yeah. Can't beat that. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead with your uh, second one. Coconino at Snowflake. Um, oh, Coconino again, huh? Two- Two out there teams uh, in terms of the Valley and everything. Uh, Snowflake is great year in and out in 3A. Uh, That's a long road trip for Coconino standards, who uh, a lot of these Flagstaff teams have to make long drives all the time. But um, it's going to be a good one. I think Snowflake is as good as a lot of the top 4A schools. So we'll see how that one goes. 3A champion last year. Um, That's right. 5A, saguaro Point, a classic matchup. These two battled it out for years at the 4A level, and now we get to see them at 5A again. Um, obviously not quite the same, South Point Catholic. I think, honestly, if if Tucson's going to have one team in the open year in and year out, it's going to be South Point Catholic. That's how good they are. Um, but how will they do against the Saguaro team? Obviously, Saguaro is very, very good. And at this point, we're, eh, nope, not quite yet. No, well, Next show, all of our Saguaro uh, transfers will be eligible, so that'd be fun, but... Um, needless to say, it's still going to be a really good matchup. 
Uh, my second yeah. 5A. Oh, sorry. Do you want to say anything or you want to keep going? No, I was just going to say these two teams were supposed to play in the in the open division this last season. That's uh, true, but Saguaro had to cancel. Had their, Saguaro had their issues uh, with COVID and everything. They had to, to bow out of the playoffs before playing. But, um, yeah, this is, this is as good of a 5A matchup as you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my second 5A matchup, I'm just going to do that, and I'll let you go with yours. Uh, Gilbert versus Mesa. Um, one of those interesting matchups where it is two pretty good offenses. Like I said, I mean, Gilbert always has a good offense under Derek Zellner. Um, Chad DeGrenier has done a great job with that Mesa program, really kind of building it back up. And with a full season now, hopefully there's not a, many COVID issues. I think this is where he could really start to turn this program around. Uh, I believe they have a kind of a favorable schedule. And obviously uh, going up against Gilbert at the midway point of the season will give them a chance to see a very high-powered offense. So I think it's going to be beneficial for both teams. I agree with you. My second 5A one is two teams we haven't mentioned yet. Canyon View, West Point. Both are uh, – Canyon View was a game away – was a win away from winning their region last year in their first ever varsity season. West Point has never played a varsity game. Um, they're both really new programs. Canyon View's got Nick Gerritz as their new coach uh, who's come in, and people love him. I've, I've always enjoyed him as a coach and everything, and the kids love him there. Um, so that's going to be a good one. And I think it's a relatively even matchup. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I, man, I just love what Canyon View is doing out there. Like, I mean, like you said, every sport and every sport they're, they're so like, they're just, I mean, we talked about the softball program last year. I mean, they were freaking good. Yeah, they were great. So, uh, my first six, a matchup, Eric in week five, this will be the last two games you and I mentioned. Queen Creek versus Williamsfield. Another classic matchup between these two. For some reason, whenever I think Queen Creek, I always think, hmm, Williamsfield. For some reason, they just always go very well together. They've always had really good matchups. I think they played um, they played several times, I think, in the semifinals and both were at the 5A level. I mean, that's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one, especially with Travis Sherman back uh, you know, back in charge of that Queen Creek program. Absolutely. I've got, for 6A, another East Valley team, Red Mountain, is at Liberty. Uh, the 6A like title game from two seasons ago uh, went into overtime. Liberty barely yeah. won that game against Red Mountain. Um, and, you know, these two teams are similar in that they're just hard-hitting. Um, they, they're they great on all sides of the ball, well-coached. Um, I think this will be a super close match. Oh. Yeah, I agree. My second 6A matchup. Here's the thing with this one. Both teams have difficult schedules. But one of them, slightly, slightly easier. I don't think either team gets into the open, unfortunately. But this matchup right here could determine who has the clearer path to potentially a, man, dare I say it, only in week five, a top five 6A ranking in the playoffs. Chaparral versus O'Connor. That's what I was thinking, too. We know about both teams. Chaparral defending 6A champion. O'Connor made it to the semifinals in 6A. Returns a very talented linebacking core and defense in general. Um, I think, and the reason I said, you know, I don't know exactly, just because O'Connor's schedule in the back half of the season is much more favorable than Chaparral. 
Chaparral has the likes of Hamilton, Brophy, Liberty, Centennial, P- uh, Pinnacle to round out the season. O'Connor's a little bit lighter than that, but regardless, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a fun matchup up there in the North Valley. Or Scott, yeah, so I guess I, I get that. Yeah. These two Scott's teams still. played in the semis last year in 6A. I was at that game. Uh, yeah. Chaparral, uh, it was absolutely dominated. Max Miner, um, the, the wide receiver there, uh, dominated offensively. I think he had three touchdowns or something like that. Um, and just, you know, kind of controlled the game there. So without him, uh, and you know, such a, they, they obviously have a good passing attack chaparral with Braden Silver, but, um, you know, not having that absolute dominant wide receiver there, uh, unless someone steps up, we'll see if, you know, they can run the ball a little bit, no more, uh, Williams. And so, It'll be good. Um, yeah. It'll be offense versus defense, and we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. I agree with you. Cool. Right on. Um, that's it. We're done. That's it. Week five. All right. Next episode, we're going to go week six, and we'll see. We'll figure out how many we want to do. Um, but in the meantime, Eric, anything else? Uh, what? What? It's been like what two weeks? What? What cool thing have you eaten the last two weeks? What cool things have I eaten the last two weeks? I made myself a breakfast burrito today, uh, homemade, and it was nothing near as good as, you know, a burrito express or some of the things you can get down in the valley, but I was happy with it. Some, some peppers, some onions, some mushrooms, egg, ground beef, uh, some homemade pico de gallo, and it was, it was pretty solid. Hmm. I love it. I don't like pico de gallo, but yeah, I know you're not an onion guy. I'm not, I hate onions. Um, what cool thing did I have to eat? Okay, I'm going to be super simple. For the first time in a very long time, I had a donut and it was amazing. <laughs> Dang, I haven't had a donut in so long. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it was so good too. What kind? <laughs> uh, I just went classic uh, chocolate frosting. That's as good as it gets. I know. I know. The so. regular donut with chocolate frosting is a treat. Yeah. Absolute treat. Yeah. I just man, I love I love donuts, man. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. It's yeah, it's a good point. It's a good really good point. All right. Anyway, let's wrap things up, Eric. Thank you all for listening. Um uh, we hope you had some fun, you know, hearing what we think are some good matchups. Make sure to, you know, drop a drop a comment on Twitter. Uh what are some of your favorite matchups and, and tell us if we missed some or why, you know, maybe your school should be included in this. Um you know, we love to obviously have the interaction and everything like that. So, yeah, uh, make sure to give us all a follow on Twitter at Zach Elvira, at Uniman Rights, at AZHSFB, and at Arizona Varsity. Again, thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you all next week with more exciting matchups as the season goes on. Two things to end it. Donut holes are garbage. Don't ever eat them. No one likes them. And if you do, you're lame. Second, if you have mean things to say, send them to Zach. I won't pay attention. He will, and he'll care. Not only that, but I meant to say it too. Uh, Good luck to all the teams starting their season this week. Yep.